today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The day is finally here. The Anaheim Ducks are playing a meaningful hockey game. It is opening night for the Ducks. We'll talk about it on tonight's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It feels good to say that hockey is back for the Anaheim Ducks. It has been too long. Hello everyone, I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and it has been a long time coming. But before we get into all that excitement, a reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. And make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already, and follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O underscore Ducks. Um, I will give my shout-outs later in the podcast, but I want to say, Brazil, I love you. Abrigado, Brazil. Abrigado. All right, let's get right into it. Anaheim Ducks season starts tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. And I just got to say, it feels really good. It has been 309 days. It has been 10 months and 3 days since I last stepped foot at the Ponda. The last time the Anaheim Ducks played a meaningful game was all the way back on March 11th, 2020 when the Anaheim Ducks had to play a makeup game against the St. Louis Blues. It's been 309 days. That is a long, long time, Ducks fans. A very long time. And I want to start off this podcast by talking about the roster. Let's meet the Ducks for this season. Let's start off with the goaltenders, because why not? The two goalies are, well, the same as last year, John Gibson and Ryan Miller. Ryan Bill, Ryan Miller is back for another season. Wow. He's 40 years old, but you know what? He still got it. He can be a very capable backup. Last season, Miller had a record of 9-6-4. A goals against the 310. Not too bad. John Gibson, he was 20, 26, and 5. He did have a shutout. His goals against was 3 exactly. So those are your two goalies. You know them, you love them. Can't wait to see him in action. As far as the defensemen, well, this is a little bit iffy. You've got Cam Fowler in there, Yanni Hockenpah, Jacob Larson, Hampus Lindholm. Josh Manson, and Kevin Shattenkirk. And there's also Brendan Gooley in there, but he starts off on the injured list. And also starting on the injured list is Max Jones, unfortunately. Max Jones will be starting off on the injured list. And that's a shame because Max Jones is a very capable player, a great young player to have on the roster. So now, here's what the Ducks look like on opening night. And I'm going to go in, well, in a certain order. We have Nick Delorier, Derek Grant, the Elite 1C, is back from his short stint in Philadelphia. Denton Heinen, Adam Henrique, Rico's back, folks. Isaac Lundestrom, he made the squad. Sonny Milano, I've talked about him in the recent past. Sonny Milano figures to be a big part of this Ducks team throughout the season. Ricard Raquel, the former All-Star. Carter Rowney. Jakob Silferberg, last year's All-Star. 
Sam Steele and Troy Terry. I love those two young guns on that roster. I've always loved Troy Terry's game, and I've really loved Sam Steele's game. So just wait until Max Jones returns from injury, and wait till Trevor Zegras comes up later in the year. Oh, and I forgot to mention one player. The captain, El Capitan, Ryan Getzlaff. He comes back for another season. He's the captain through and through. He's turning 36 this year. He'll be 36 by the time this season ends, if you can believe that. The Saskatchewan native figures to be a key component in this Ducks roster. Last year, it was, I think it was uh, Adam Henrique. Henrique led the team in scoring last year with 43 points. Getzloff was right behind him with 42. Same with Ricard Raquel. He also had 42 points. Yeah, not a whole lot of scoring going on with the Ducks last year. In fact, that was their biggest Achilles heel, was scoring. Defense was okay, but scoring, they've got to work on tremendously. Oh, and something else I have to mention. The taxi squad. There are six players on this taxi squad. Remember when Anthony Stolar signed that extension. This season, he will primarily serve as the taxi squad goalie. Two defensemen on this taxi squad, Cody Curran and Andy Walensky. Walensky figured to be a big part of the San Diego lineup. Instead, he ends up in the taxi squad. Three forwards in the taxi squad. David Backus. Yeah, David Backus is barely hanging on by a thread, but at least he makes a taxi squad. Then you have Vinny Letary and Max Comtois. Those are your taxi squad players. Those six. Now, as far as we're concerned, the taxi squad is going to travel with the team. This is just in case a player, one or more players, has to not play due to COVID protocols or a positive test. That is the purpose of the taxi squad. So if either Gibby or Miller get ill, Stolarz will slot right in there. In case someone like Hockenpah or, um, I guess, Larson get injured or fall due to COVID... There's Cody Curran and Andy Walensky that will slot in there. Let's say, just for the sake of argument, that Lundestrom gets injured or ill. Max Comtois could go in there. David Backus can go in there. So that's the purpose of the taxi squad for this season only because there are COVID protocols. There have been plenty of positive COVID cases already in the NHL, resulting in the cancellation of at least three Dallas Stars games. Yeah, there have been 19 positive tests on the Dallas Stars camp. So it'll be interesting to see how this taxi squad evolves throughout the season and see how the taxi squad gets dealt with when the Ducks are home in Anaheim. We'll talk a little bit more about the Ducks, and we're going to go a little bit in-depth on the Ducks' first opponent after the first intermission. But let's talk about betonline.ag the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And they already have lines up for tomorrow's game. Uh, Just looking at the money lines, the Anaheim Ducks are the biggest underdog for the whole night. Yeah, not even the Red Wings. The Anaheim Ducks are a plus 184 on the money line. So if you believe the Ducks are going to win tomorrow, put 100 bucks in and you could win $184. That's how that works. Vegas are one and a half goal favorites. 
The over-under on total goals is six. I might take the under on this one, folks, just to be honest. But yeah, the Ducks are a plus 184. So if you want to place a wager on the Anaheim Ducks, head over to betonline.ag. And when you put your first deposit in, use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDON that'll net you a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, once again, is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up after the intermission, we're going to meet the Ducks' first opponent, the Vegas Golden Knights. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we preview tonight's game between the Anaheim Ducks and the Vegas Golden Knights. Before we get into talking about the Golden Knights, I just want to give a quick shout out once again to everyone listening around the world. Those of you listening in the UK, in Canada, and in Brazil especially. I'll talk more about that later on. So I have a little preview for the Vegas Golden Knights. They are one of the strongest teams in the division. In fact, I have a little bit of a preview for you guys that I kind of pre-recorded. So I'm just going to go ahead and play that right now. Here is my season preview, and let's meet the Vegas Golden Knights. There are two big storylines for Vegas. It was that Alex Petrangelo signed a massive deal with the Vegas Golden Knights. That was the big storyline until recently when it was just found out that the Vegas Golden Knights would be playing an outdoor game in Lake Tahoe against the Colorado Avs. That is now the big storyline heading into the season because we have an outdoor game and for the first time it involves the Vegas Golden Knights who are looking to net a big win versus a heated division rival. And speaking of the Colorado Avs, they are the favorite to win the division. But Vegas is second favorite to win the division. So that is the big storyline right there. And what has to happen? Well, in order for Vegas to advance to the cup final, they need to find some way to stabilize their defensive core. The big loss was Derek Englund and, of course, Nate Schmidt, who was traded to Vancouver for a third-round pick. I mean, granted, it did clear a ton of cap space, losing Schmidt and Paul Stastny. It cleared the space to make way for Petrangelo. However, getting a third-round pick for a top-four defenseman seems like a steal for the Vancouver Canucks. And in fact, I think Vancouver got the better end of this deal. But Vegas still has a top-of-the-line defenseman and someone that I think could possibly put them over the top if things go according to plan. If their defensive core is stabilized, they will have a good season. If they can get the most out of Zach Whitecloud, Carl Dahlstrom, Nick Holden, then I see no reason why Vegas would have a very good shot at winning the division. You never know. Colorado could falter. However, one thing that could be a worst-case scenario is if the defense just collapses. Outside of Petrangelo, Shea Theodore, and Alec Martinez, it gets a little bit weak on the defensive end. Braden McNabb, Holden, Dahlstrom, Whitecloud, they've all got to step up big time. And the big thing with Vegas is they don't have the depth 
in the miners system or they won't have the depth in their farm system that other teams do. They don't have that kind of luxury. So they have to have these guys rolling and not have to rely on their minor league system. They would have to rely on Lucas Cormier, who wasn't a bad player. Connor Corcoran, guys like that. So let's see what happens as far as which guys are going to step up, which guys are not. And see how new players mesh. Obviously, Petrangelo is a big one. But then you have to look at one other, some other big contracts. Nochik has signed a one-year. Jerko signed a one-year. Obviously, Vegas is going for it all right now. In fact, I would say Vegas has maybe a two- to three-year window right now to win it all. Because all the key players are signed until at least the end of 2022. Stone, Pacioretty, Carlson, Riley, Marcheseau, Tuck. They're all going to stick around for after this season. Same with Petrangelo, Shea, Theodore. So they will all stick around. It's not just going to be this year and this is it. They've got a somewhat long window in order to win the Stanley Cup. So it's not like they have time, but they, they do. They do have a little bit of time. So let's see what happens for this coming season. As far as division alignment, before the realignment, this could have been Vegas's division to lose. Now, with Colorado entering the fray, this gives Vegas a worthy opponent for the division. Honestly, I could see Vegas still winning the division, but Colorado is much more likely to win the division. So the realignment affects Vegas in that they're not the favorite anymore. Colorado's the favorite. They need to overcome that in a big way. As far as the player whose career trajectory is most impacted this season, it's got to be Petrangelo. A new team, a new opportunity. Petrangelo obviously is a proven winner. He has won with the St. Louis Blues, and he tries to bring that championship pedigree over to Vegas because Petrangelo knows how to do it. If anybody on this team knows how to win, it is Alex Petrangelo. So his trajectory could be altered a little bit. And same with players like Marcia So and Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. They're looking for their first title. Let's see what happens. As far as my prediction and my best guess on how the season ends, I think it's going to be Colorado 1, Vegas 2. I think it'll come down to the Pacific Division Final and it will be sheer battle of will. As to who wins the Pacific Division Final. I'm calling it four months out. But I think it's going to be those two teams left standing. And we'll see what happens when we get to that point of the season. Once again, that was a special preview for tonight's opponent. And this weekend's opponent, the Vegas Golden Knights. Because as you may be aware, the Ducks are going to play a lot of two-game sets. And most of the NHL is going to do this where you play two games against one opponent, then you move on to the next opponent to cut down on travel and whatnot. It's a great move by the NHL for this season because we're still in a pandemic. We're still not out of the woods yet, so it's a good idea. Two games against Vegas coming up. And let's talk about rockauto.com. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Whether you need parts for a Ferrari or a Chevy or a Toyota, Rock Auto has the parts for you. Why spend retail price when you can get the same car parts for half off? Go to rockauto.com. They've been family owned and operated 
for over two decades. In the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. And we're going to talk more about predictions on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And I want to give a very special shout out here. And once again, playing in the background are the Mad Hat Hucksters. So thanks once again to the Mad Hat Hucksters for playing us in. And this is kind of an appropriate song by the Mad Hat Hucksters. This is Tijuana, a kind of Latin taste on an old swing song. So maybe it's appropriate, maybe it isn't. But I want to give a very, very special shout out to those of you listening in Brazil. And here is why. So Ryan Mead tweeted this last night. And I loved getting this tweet where he said, quote, Ladies and gentlemen, I have truly awful news. Blue Shirts Breakaway has fallen out of the number one spot in Brazil hockey podcasts for the first time in history too. Locked on Ducks. That's right. This very podcast has the number one spot in Brazil hockey podcast. Yeah, on the Apple podcast chart for all-time hockey in Brazil. Yeah, those of you listening in Brazil, thank you, or rather, obrigado. So I will pledge to learn some Portuguese and throw in a little bit of Portuguese for those of you listening in Brazil. So thank you all. Obrigado. You guys are awesome. You guys want to hear about hockey. So there you go. There's your shout out to everybody in Brazil. If you're in Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro, Brasilia, I I love you guys. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. So once again, thanks to Ryan Mead for pointing this out to me. Or as he said, please respect my grieving process at this time. I'll not be taking any comments. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Although I do love Blue Shirts Breakaway. But you know what? This is one case where the New York Rangers are not going to win. Hey, the Rangers already won something this year. They already won the draft lottery. They got Alexi Lafreniere. At least give the Ducks something to win. Like maybe next year's draft lottery. Is this a hint about predictions? Am I saying the Ducks should tank? Well, my prediction is that the Anaheim Ducks will finish tied for sixth place in the division with the LA Kings. I predict the Kings and the Ducks are going to finish tied for sixth place in the division. So who's going to be dead last? I predict the San Jose Sharks are going to be dead last in the Pacific. Oh, sorry, the Honda division. I'm not going to call them that. No. Who, whose idea was this? Really? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, the Honda Center, Honda. Okay. So I could see where, as far as sponsorships go, it's easy to call it the Honda Division. No, this is the last time you're going to hear the phrase Honda Division for the rest of the season. You have my word. You have my pledge. I'm going to say it only one more time. This is the very last time I'm going to utter the phrase Honda Division. It's the West Division, folks. That's what it is. San Jose will finish last in the West Division Kings, Ducks, tied. As far as who's going to win the division, I still think it's going to be Colorado, then Vegas, 
then St. Louis. After that, it's a toss-up between Arizona and Minnesota. And Minnesota looks pretty good. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, Minnesota gets that fourth spot, but barely. Arizona has had a lot of off-season issues going on. Although I do love their reverse retro jersey. I think their reverse retro is awesome. I do love the fact that Arizona has the crescent moon on center ice one more time. That's cool. It won't help them in the standings, but it's cool they have the crescent moon for whatever that's worth. So that's my prediction on that. As far as specific Ducks predictions, I predict that despite the fewer games, I predict that Ryan Getzloff will reach 1,000 points this season. I know the stats are slipping. I know it's less games, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say once he gets closer to that mark, Ducks teammates are going to start passing him the puck a little bit more. Try to get him some more assists. So I predict that he will get 35 more points this season. He'll reach 10, or sorry, 1,000 points. Not, yeah, right, 10,000. 1,000 points in the last week of the season. It's going to come down to the wire. That's my bold prediction on that. Maybe not a bold prediction. No, my bold prediction is that Getzloff will not lead the team in points this season. Neither will Ricard Raquel. Neither will Rico. I predict that Jakob Silverberg will come out of nowhere and lead the team in not only points, he will lead the team in goals this season. Look, I think Adam Henrique is a fine player. He's a very talented player. But this is going to be Jakob Silverberg's team this season. In fact, I will go so far to say as Sylphie will get 50 points this season, leading all Ducks players. Yes, I know last season it was Henrique. He led the team with 43 points in 71 games. The Ducks are not playing 70 games. But I think Jakob Silverberg will get 50 points this season. That is kind of a hot take, a, cold, a, a bold prediction. So I'm going to go with that. As far as other predictions, I predict Ryan Miller will get... I'm going to say Ryan Miller gets eight victories this season. And he will further escalate as far as all-time wins among goalies. As I've mentioned before, Ryan Miller is climbing the charts as far as all-time goalies. He's already the all-time wins leader for American goalies. He already has that mark. But I think Ryan Miller will get a few more victories this season. As far as just one other prediction, I think second in points is going to be Ricard Raquel. I think Raquel is going to have a breakout season this year. Oh, and I do predict that Trevor Zegers will play in the Ducks, but that's I think that's a given. Zegers will be a Duck at some point this season. I don't know what other predictions I could make because it's a short season. This is really going to be a crap shoot of a season because the Ducks probably are not going to make the playoffs. Let's be honest. They're going to kind of go through the motions at times. But these are still the Anaheim Ducks. They're going to compete and they're going to try their best. And I do hope that they do surprise the league a little bit this season. And I really hope the young guys get a lot of playing time. I'm hoping that Max Comtois comes out of the shadows of the taxi squad and gets a lot of playing time. 
I'm hoping that maybe Vinny Letary will get some playing time. I'm hoping Anthony Stolarz gets a few starts. And I'm really hoping that Zegers gets in there. And once Max Jones comes back, man, that youth is going to come together like nobody's business. Have patience, Ducks fans. The time is coming. It'll come sooner than you think. Probably not this season, but they will get together and form a great young core. So that'll be it for today's podcast. And I'm excited. I'm sure you're excited that hockey is finally back in Southern California. Yeah, the Kings are playing. The Ducks are playing. It has been, once again, 309 days since we last saw hockey in Southern California. It's been that long. So savor it. Enjoy it. That's what I'm going to say to Ducks fans. Just really take it all in and enjoy the fact that Ducks hockey is finally back after 10 long months. We made it. It's starting tonight. So thank you all once again. And a special shout out to the Mad Hat Hucksters for providing the music. Big shout out to Brazil once again. Thank you guys all so much. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow this show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And please give a five-star rating and subscribe if you have not already. So thank you all once again. I very much appreciate it. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying please stay safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together and enjoy opening night. Mm-hmm.